Well, I'm on the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. It is God's desire for His people to experience victory and to live on the winning side each and every day. We are so glad that you have joined us today and pray you will be blessed as you listen to today's edition of The Winning Side with Pastor Jeremy Coburnett. Thank you for joining us today. It's Wednesday, January 26th, and I hope you're having a good day. And here we are in the middle of the week, and uh, I love Wednesdays. I think I tell you about every Wednesday, but I love it because it's our uh, day for our Christian school. We have our chapel services in the morning. And so this morning we had our elementary chapel. We had our 7th through 12th grade. We call it high school chapel, but 7th through 12th. And then we had our 4- and 5-year-olds, the K-4 and K-5. I go over to the school. We have a special uh, I say chapel. It's more of a devotional. We sing a few songs. I'll share a Bible verse, Bible story. But we have a good time. And then tonight we have our prayer meeting and Bible study here at Victory Baptist Church. We have our teen program, the Teens on Target, and they meet. And then we also have our master clubs, and we're looking forward to a great service tonight at 7 o'clock. Now, it's going to be cold, but the weather's going to be just great. Uh, There's not going to be snow or ice or any of that. So come on and be here tonight, 7 o'clock. We'll have a great time. And then we're looking forward to a great day Sunday. I don't know what the weather is going to be like, but I don't think the weathermen know what the weather is going to be like either. None of us know, but uh, we're looking forward to and praying for a great day on Sunday. We welcome those of you that are listening on the radio, 95.9 FM. Thank you for joining us. Those on our radio app and those on our podcast, thank you for tuning in. And then those that are watching on Facebook and those watching on YouTube, thank you for joining us today. Happy birthday. We've got three today. Hunter Connell, happy birthday to you. Hope you have a great day. Uh, Happy birthday to Coraline Saunders. I hope you have a great day. I got to see Coraline uh, this morning at the school. And she and uh, one of her friends, Faith, they made some cupcakes last night for, they had a little birthday get together for Coraline. And they brought me two cupcakes. Boy, I tell you, I was just so overjoyed, and I thought, boy, two cupcakes, that sounds good. But Coraline said I should probably share one with my wife, so I'll have to do that, and I'm sure I'll have to share it with the girls, but they look good. They're homemade, and I appreciate that. And then a happy birthday today to Cheryl Woodard, and Cheryl, I hope you have a great day. She is one of our piano players. She's been playing the piano here at our church for, I say, 27, 28 years, I think. It's been, it was over 25. And uh, today is the day that Miss Cheryl is retiring. So congratulations. Happy birthday and happy retirement to you. Uh, then also, I think tomorrow is the day that uh, one of our members, Chuck Hasty, is retiring. And I'm telling you, these folks that are retiring, uh, Miss Cheryl, Brother Chuck, you are not that old, so um, I can't wait. I'm sure you've got other plans and all kinds of things, and I know you've got plenty to keep you busy, but congratulations to you. And then a happy uh, a birthday to those three, and then let's pray today. Let's pray for our church, pray for our school, pray for our missionaries, pray for our country, and uh, I'm so thankful for how good God has been to us. I preached this morning 
I'm going through in our school chapels, I'm going through a series on the armor of God. I started that in the church, and I've preached different messages in the school uh, than I have in the church every time, but we're kind of a little ahead in the school. I need to catch up in our church services to get through the armor of God. But today we talked about the Bible and uh, the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. And I shared with our students this morning about the Bible. I said, number one, you got to learn it. You got to know what the Bible says. And then you ought to love it. You ought to have a love for the Word of God. David said, oh, how love I thy law. It is my meditation all the day. And then we said, not only do you have to learn it, not only love it, but then you got to live it. And I hope we are living the Bible. It's a powerful book. And I want you to hear this song uh, today about the power that is found in the Word of God. Just the Word that God speaks, there is power in His Word. Hope you enjoy this song, and then we'll get into Proverbs 30 and pick up where we left off yesterday.
for that. That's a great song. Hope you enjoyed that. And aren't you so glad that, uh, that there's power in the Word of God? It's the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. Hebrews 4 says that the Word of God is quick and powerful and it's sharper than any two-edged sword. And it can pierce even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit and of the joints and marrow. And it's a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. And that's a powerful book right there. And it was God's Word in the beginning God created. Well, how did He do that? He, he spoke. Uh, let there be light, and there was light. Uh, that's how it all began uh, for this earth. And can I tell you how it's all going to end uh, when Jesus comes back with the battle of Armageddon? There's going to be all of the armies of the world that are going to be gathered together fighting against each other. When Jesus comes back, they're going to turn and they're going to unite to fight against Christ. All the armies, think about all the armies of the world, all of the the military just that we know, the the, the tanks, uh, the missiles, the, uh, the, the fighter jets, the nuclear weapons, all of those things will be focused on Christ. And all Jesus has to do to completely destroy and defeat the armies of the world, the, the world is just to open his mouth. And the Bible says, out of his mouth there came, as it were, a sharp two-edged sword. And with that sword, he is victorious over all of the armies and over the Antichrist. And uh, there's power in the Word of God. And here's the great thing is that we have the Bible. We have the Word of God that we can read every day. And uh, we have the truth and uh, the life. And praise God for His Word. I thank the Lord for that. Let's look at Proverbs 30. And we saw yesterday those first few verses. And uh, those were good. I hope it was a help to you. Uh, who hath ascended up into heaven, and who hath descended? Who hath gathered the wind in his fists? Who hath bound the waters in a garment? Who hath established all the ends of the earth? What is his name, and what is his son's name, if thou canst tell? And we told you the answer yesterday. We know his name. His name is God, and his son's name is Jesus. And he's the one who has the power. He's the one that created everything that we see. Then I like verse number 5. It says in Proverbs 30, verse 5, Every Word of God is pure. It is perfect. Not just some of the words, but every word of God. I'm thankful we have the Bible. Uh, it says in Matthew chapter 4, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. I believe we have the Bible that is inspired, it is preserved, and every word of God is pure. There's no error. Uh, there's no mistake. There's no contradiction. Uh, God didn't say some, one thing and He meant another. God said exactly what He wanted us to know. I'm thankful we have the Bible and we have the Holy Spirit of God. If you're saved, you've got the Holy Spirit that lives inside of you, that leads you and guides you into all truth. But then number, verse number 5, it says, He, that is God, is a shield unto them that put their trust in Him. Uh, a few weeks ago, we talked about in our chapel, we talked about the shield of faith uh, is part of the armor of God. Well, I'm glad that we have a shield of faith, and faith is trust. But the Bible says that God is a shield to them that put their trust in Him. Can I tell you, you can trust God. He is the shield that will protect you. You know, uh, the shield protects us uh, from a lot of things, a lot of fiery darts, and God protects us from a lot of things that I think if we knew half of what He protected us from, I think we would be scared to death. But God is a shield, and God takes care of us. God is protecting us from the attacks of the devil. 
He is a shield unto them that put their trust in Him. Stay behind that shield. Stay behind the Lord. Trust Him. Uh, don't lean unto your own understanding, but in all thy ways acknowledge Him and trust in the Lord with all thine heart. And then verse number seven, two things have I required of thee. Deny me them not before I die. This is an interesting request. It says, first of all, it says, remove far from me vanity and lies. That'd be a good thing to say, Lord, would you please remove from me anything that is false, anything that is deceitful, anything that is vain, anything that is a lie. And then the request is not just to remove lies and, and falsehoods, but then it says, give me neither poverty nor riches. Feed me with food convenient or feed me with the food that I need, not more than I need, not less than I need, but that which is appropriate for me. Verse nine, lest I be full and deny thee and say, who is the Lord? Or lest I be poor and steal and take the name of my God in vain. Now notice the balance here that the writer says. He says, I don't want to have too much because if I have too much, I'm probably going to think that I don't need the Lord. I might ask, well, who is the Lord? He said, so I don't want to be, have too much lest I deny the Lord. Then he said this, I don't want to be poor to where I feel like I have to steal and I, I take the name of God in vain and I, I don't have anything and I begin to curse God and say, well, why didn't God do better for me? Now, obviously, neither, neither extreme gives us an excuse. If you have a lot, you ought to still remember God. And if you have nothing, you still ought to remember God and you still ought to thank God for what He has done in your life. If you've got life and breath, uh, you ought to thank God. That's more than we deserve. But notice the balance here. And I think there's something for all of us to remember. Sometimes we think, oh, I wish I had more. I wish I had a bigger house. I wish I had a nicer car. I wish I had more money. I wish I had more in the bank. I wish I had whatever. Well, you know, the truth is, if, if you're not satisfied with what you have now, you're not going to be satisfied with if, if you had more. Um, you need to be content. But also keep in mind, there's a balance. Sometimes the more a person has, the less they feel like they need God. I've seen it before. You've seen it before in your church or in, in your life. Is I've seen people that had nothing. And God blessed them. And it was only God. God blessed them. He took them out of the uh, horrible pit, out of the miry clay, set their feet on a rock. They got saved. God began to bless them. Boy, they didn't have a job. They didn't have anything. They didn't have uh, two nickels to rub together. And then God began to bless them. And you know what happened? The more they were blessed, the more they began to think they didn't need God. Well, friend, don't get to that point where if God does bless you, don't get to the point where you think you don't need God. And then if you're at the point today where you say, I don't have anything, I'm like this poor person here. Well, if you're poor, if you don't have much, that doesn't make it right to steal. It doesn't make it right to take the Lord's name in vain and to curse God and to blame God for that. No, but let's pray that God would give us a balance. Let's pray that God would give us contentment. And by the way, if you're saying, oh yeah, that's me, I'm so poor. Well, if you live in the United States of America, uh, you're richer than 95% of the world's population. I'll, and I, I say that, that statistic, I don't know that's exactly right, but you get the idea. Uh, God's been so good to us. We've got it made. People here say, oh, I don't have anything. If you got food to eat, if you got clothes on your back, if you got a roof over your head, you are blessed. But let's pray that God would give us that balance. The writer said, I don't want to be full and deny the Lord. And I don't want to be poor to where I feel like I have to steal or I have to take the name of God in vain. And then verse number 10, accuse not a servant unto his master, lest he curse thee 
and thou be found guilty. Uh, be very careful with accusations that you make. Be very careful to go on the attack. Be very careful of being critical of others. Can I tell you, we got enough in our own backyards to watch out for, to take care of. And just a few thoughts here from Proverbs 30. We'll get into tomorrow, beginning of verse number 11. It says, there is a generation. Verse 12, there is a generation. Verse 13, there is a generation. Verse 14, there is a generation. I want to look at tomorrow some realities of our generation. I hope it'll be a help to you tomorrow. Thank you so much for listening today. Hope you have a great day. I look forward to seeing many of you at church tonight. If you can't be in the service, I hope you'll tune in on the radio, 7 o'clock, 95.9 FM, WVFE, or you can watch our service on Facebook. You can watch it on our website, uh, vbcrr.org. But I hope you tune in tonight. God bless you. Have a great afternoon. On the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Thank you for joining us today on the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. If today's episode encouraged you in your Christian life, would you consider sharing this daily podcast with a friend, a neighbor, maybe a family member, or a coworker? We are grateful for your help in spreading the good news of Jesus Christ. If we can ever be a help to you in any way, please let us know by calling or texting us at 252-308-4600. Thanks again for listening today, and we look forward to having you join us again next time on The Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett.